This is an alter nerd reality podcast. I think that's oh, just called stereo. <laughs> well, yeah, even... don't think that I didn't look at how to make Optimus Prime <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> no, now you have you know to what? do that. Actually, that would, <laughs> no, that would no, be, no, yeah, you, actually, uh-huh, I want that like shit. Famous, no. famous uh, characters, <laughs> like doing impressions of famous characters doing ASMR would be a fucking fantastic. We've joked about this on stream like a year ago where I was saying I would do one as Gollum. Yeah, right. Dude, no, and I was going like lefty right ago. Yeah, so many my, characters do. My process. No, I missed you today. <laughs> oh God. That's, <laughs> like for us, that sounds weird. For for some <laughs> sick fuck out there, he's gonna be like, finally. <laughs> my yeah, time. I've never right, fapped so, so furiously. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Alternate Reality Podcast. It is a podcast for all things gaming, all things nerdy, basically all things awesome. I'm your regular host, Chewburger84. Joining us, as always, is Hebrew Hammer. That's me. We have Da Hooch. How are you, bud? Doing great. And I've skipped over your intros because basically you're all dead to me now because we have a guest host, ladies and gentlemen, from the Overachievers Gaming Podcast. It is Vash. How are you, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Dude, I'm so excited to have you on. I, I, every time I go onto your pod or hang out with you guys or play Old Republic with you guys, it's always so much fun. So uh, thanks for coming on, dude. Of course, man. I'm I'm happy that we were able to get this, you know, finally squared away. I know we kind of talked about it in the uh, the Patreon chat a little bit that you know we've been trying to do this for about a year or so so Mm -hmm. uh, i'm glad that we've been finally able to have the culture exchange program happen (laughs) hell yes i have many things to learn you Uh, i noticed that our pre-show is slightly different to your pre-show yeah i mean we you guys uh have figured out a way to actually monetize it we just give it away for free so it's fine there you go right shh don't tell anybody that i know but it's supposed to get people to like go and do it <laughs> i don't think anyone signed up to our patreon to hear the kind of shit we rail on about in the pre-show i mean it is none of it's productive everywhere. at all yeah. it, oh, it's 100%. That's the best yeah i don't know or on topic let's be real yeah it's so look, this is going to be the gaming episode for this week uh because i know that we've all got plenty to talk about um but before we do vash tell us a little bit about yourself i know it's everyone's most hated question but uh Obviously, you're part of the Overachievers gaming crew, um, but yeah, go for it, bud. Uh, I see. How boring can I make this? Can I? Can I give my? Can I like you know do shoutouts to myself? Am I allowed to do that yeah, on this one? Absolutely, hundred percent. Encourage. Okay, yeah, yeah, you've got a bit of time Fan- to shameless shield here and at the end. So go. All nuts. right, shameless shield it is. Uh, yeah, so I'm Vash. You can find me on Instagram at Vash or Twitter at Vash. It's V V S A S H. I'm not Wash. It's V two V's. Uh, if you call me Wash, you are dead to me. Uh, I, I am part of the Overachievers Gaming Podcast. You can find that at uh, ogpodcast.fm if you would want. Uh, over OG Podcast pretty much everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm based in New York, and uh, we have a good time. we got two other hosts on my uh, podcast, uh, Chef Crondo and Ash Pastrami. We used to talk a lot about Marvel Strike Force, but we just are switching it up and going to general gaming, which is what we started about three years hey. ago. Hey. Yeah, hey, so. Welcome to the crew, buddy. Yeah, so uh, we used to do we used to do like you know guests and whatnot with uh, the the regular podcast, and we're just going to stick to that because we find that to be a lot more fun and interesting to ourselves, and we realize that we're not beholding to on being on our phones twenty four seven. So that's what we're looking forward to. Yeah, for so, real. yeah. Also, you forgot one one of the coolest things also about you is that your cousin works for Riot. 
And so I still have not forgotten that. One of the greatest things of all time. He scored me an interview not too long ago whenever I had the uh, Legends of Runeterra podcast. So always appreciate it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's he's like one of the developers of Legends of Runeterra. He's a fucking solid dude. He was awesome. Yeah, Neil's Neil's great. He's uh, good. I haven't seen him in a while because obviously COVID, but still. I've seen him on Zoom a few times. Do you play the game as well or, or no? I have dabbled in it. I don't know anything about it per se. I played it for like a day or two after he was on Mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, you know, I should probably play the game that my cousin helped make. Yeah, you know, it's it's like you know we're a gaming podcast, Uh, but it's I think I attribute it the same thing of when I tell people like, oh yeah, I worked on the you know I worked on this TV show. Like, oh cool, I'll go watch it, and they're like, watch five minutes of it. Like, yeah, I don't like I don't like this show. You know, that's (laughs) that's pretty much how I approve. I, I attribute to that. Well, don't worry, because I've watched literally every single episode of Mar- The Marvelous Miss Mabel like three times, I think. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I got you covered. probably seen it more than me then, and I've, I worked on it. I've seen every frame of that show. You're probably – is it the situation – this is going back onto film stuff, but this is just one question. Uh, once you've seen it, like, you know, after recording it, do you ever go back and watch it whenever it's actually fully released, or is that, like, just boring to you afterwards? Oh yeah, I mean it's just a matter because they they do so many takes. Uh, like up, sometimes there's upwards of like twenty takes of those Steadicam shots because there's a lot of Steadicam wonders on it. Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing. Like okay, what did they use? What take? What did they combine into one takes? If that's what they were going for, I'm just more or less curious of the process of what they do. And plus, like the acting's good, the writing's good, the music's fantastic. Not to toot my own horn on the show, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not not an actor. It's so, it, so but, true though. You know, it's for real. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. So, and it's just, um, I mean, I, I, I'm in the camera department. I contribute to how the image, how the show looks, essentially. So I, I'm always curious about, you know, what are we doing? You know, what, what how was it? How was it that we did on set translate to how it gets released and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff? So it's, it's, it's. I was like watching what we do, uh, just because I find it interesting. You know what I was just thinking of? And uh, guys, do you mind if I go into a real quick? Like this might be a tops three minute thing. You know what I miss? I miss like director's commentary and stuff like that now that we don't have like mm-hmm. no one really watches dvds or anything like that anymore it's just like streamed until we don't have like you know the the deleted scenes and stuff like that anymore i really miss like commentary on on a movie and i think like now would be like the best time for a show like that that you work on it'd be so much fun to have someone like commentating with the episode you know giving you some insights as you watch it because it's only like you know it's like 10 episodes a season or something like that so pretty sure those are called podcasts nowadays yeah i guess yeah, exactly right. there's ones that go along with it uh but yeah i mean we can uh i'm actually thinking i know i've talked to this to chew i'm actually thinking about starting a an industry podcast a look behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh my company slash what i'm known for in the industry is called dork in a tent mm-hmm. so i'm actually just thinking of calling either behind the tent or just dork in a tent just letting you know people have uh an insight into what we do and talking with people and as we were talking about in the pre-show like you know explaining what a best boy is you know that right. kind of stuff and like there's so many different terminology in the industry like you know that we have baby legs mm-hmm. in the industry mm-hmm. baby or legs? high hats and low hats yeah it's great. <laughs> no idea yeah man see all those terms see i could write your outline for the show just by asking all these questions like explain it to me like i'm five because i yeah. guarantee i'm not alone dude you already got three subscribers yeah. right here, so go ahead. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Plus, I know exactly how that director commentary stuff would sound in 2021 Hebrew. It'd be like someone saying, you see that extra in the back? That fuckhead had COVID, and we had to shut this production down for six months because of that fucking yeah, That's guy, what would make it right? so fucking great, dude. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit-talking the entire yeah. time. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right, let me get the shameless shilling out of the way and let's talk about video games because apparently that's what this one is about. Apparently. So uh, if you are enjoying what we're doing, folks, make sure you tell your friends about it. Uh, go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us those ratings and reviews. It really helps the show. If you want to go the extra mile, make sure to go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ANR pod, as in alternate reality pod. And uh, finally, we love talking with you guys. And if you want to jump into some of the games with us, best place to do that is on the alternate reality discord discord.me forward slash ANR. Now, we've already talked about ours this week, mate, but uh, Vash, what have you been playing this week? Oh, man. So we talked about a little bit of what we... I went into kind of detail when you were on the pod, uh, Chew, so talking about mm-hmm. it. I had a, it did a whole bunch of stuff. I'll just do a quick recap of what that was and then what I've been playing this current week. Um, what we did before is obviously Star Wars The Old Republic. There's a new game out that was kind of similar to... Uh, Divinity Original Sin called King Arthur A Knight's Tale, but it's kind of like staged based. I uh, found that to be very interesting, but it still has a like, you know, um, squad based um, Baldur's Gate style. Mm. Uh, I did a bunch of, I did a full run of Iron Man, not Iron Man, Resident Evil 7 in VR, which was oh. super scary. Don't recommend, but if you <laughs> like that stuff, do recommend. Mm. Uh, and then I was playing Iron Man VR, Blush Unleashed on PS5, and I'm about like 97 hours into Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I think I'm about a third of the way through it. And um, <laughs> recently this week, I've been playing the Neo Collection. Uh, I've been playing Neo 2 because I'm trying to finish it, but the Neo Collection remastered for PS5 just came out today. So I'm very excited to get that, to buy that and play that. So, yeah. Did you play the original Neo? I did. I platinumed it. Yes. Yeah. For those um, who don't know what this is, this is the, it's spelled N-I-O-H. It's like a kind of samurai souls game, right? Yeah. So it's like uh, Onimusha meets Dark Souls, essentially is how, mm. I, how I explain it. So for anybody who remembers Onimusha with like puzzles and all that sort mm. of stuff, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic of just what they were able to do with a super hard game to play. But once you kind of master it and kind of understand like where it's going, I just I just fell in love with that series and it's, it's fantastic. And I haven't really seen anything that has done that kind of arcadey style with Dark Souls um since then. I just I think it's kind of owned its own genre at this point. Hmm. How much is it going? Well, there were so many that came out that year too. There was such competition because there was the other one which was more of like a sci-fi setting where you're running around in like a sort of a mech suit. Yes. What was that one? Uh, that was called. Oh my god! I played that. I actually just platinum the second one that just came out with. I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking, blanking on it too. Hundred percent. Uh, we got people screaming at the uh, speakers in their car right now. Going, like, yes, come on! This. I know it. No, I, I, I loved it. It's the surge is what it was. Yeah. There you uh, go. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed. I mean, because I've said this before, and I think on both pods now, ours and yours, that like I love the idea of Souls games, but fuck I do not have the patience for Souls games like I cannot I die and then go I have to run all the way back there nope just turning it off but those two Nio and um, The Surge uh, The Surge by far the ones that capture my attention the most absolutely Did you play uh, the Star Wars version that came out uh, last year Fallen Knights of what was it? Uh, Fallen Order Fallen Order Fallen Fallen Order Yeah. Not that only did so I good. play it and love it, uh, I have that saber uh, arriving to my house in the next three days. Ooh, very excited yeah. to see that. Just ordered it from the US, man, so I'm so keen. It's my first ever lightsaber. I've got two. I've got the dual, the dual saber version of that one. Yeah, so it's yeah, I love that game, man. And so excited mm-hmm. that we've got a sequel coming as well. I know you guys briefly talked about it. I don't remember it, if that um, was... Is that confirmed? I don't remember if last week whenever we talked about that, if it was confirmed or... 
just a... Uh, uh, it's come out from like EA leaks, but there's okay. hints of it in the EA earnings call, which we're going to talk about today mm. uh, quite heavily because there's a lot of like little things you can yeah. pick out of those earnings calls as to like release windows, what's definitely coming, what's not. So we've got that from Blizzard. We've got some stuff coming from EA as well. So yeah, a lot of cool shit. Uh, anything else yeah. you picked up this week, mate? I know. Um, what character did you pick in tour in the end, in, in tour? Uh, I uh, was running a mercenary. I switched from an arsenal mercenary to uh, uh, IO, which I think is inoperable ordnance or something. I can't remember what it stands mm-hmm. for. But anyway, it's the dot-based spec, but it's actually way powerful because it's. I found it to be way more DPS than my arsenal mechs, uh, merc. So I'm, I was having a lot of fun with that. And then I also have an operative for when I actually played the game back at launch like 10 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm really enjoying. And now I think I'm just running those two because don't really have a whole lot of time to play games after work so on the weekend is when i'm playing and streaming it so i'm trying to just have some fun with it when i can i tried to hop back into it because i played that whenever it first came out a little bit and then whenever chew hopped in i was like all right i'll give it a go but i just can't get over the graphics like the graphics is it keeps me from getting <sighs> It's, oh my god it's yeah i mean it's it, yeah the graphics are a little dated yes it's a 10 year old game they've done a little bit of improving to it but honestly like the story is so good in that game like, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm a filmmaker i'm a storyteller i love story like anything that's kind of gripping and whatnot and it's the whole reason why i'm in this crazy industry that i'm in and that that game especially the expansion man i tell you what the this story is so damn good it just has me wanting to normally i'll just skip through it I'm like oh whatever i don't care about the story whatever fine whatever and i'm like i'm just sitting there watching it the entire time I'm like oh i've just been i just i haven't like it's been like 20 minutes we're still on the same this same conversation that's crazy and it's just it's so good i definitely recommend giving it a try i will say yeah. like i mean i played um like the the main story all the way through but that was for the very like before any expansions came out um yeah but yeah like one of the greatest things about that game is the fucking cinematics that come with it holy shit dude yeah the cinematics are amazing um but yeah like the the most recent one is the one that interests me the most the one with the two brothers which Chu and i talked about just a little bit on the last one but i think you even said that was one of the most compelling stories uh, that you've seen from from Star Wars, I think. Well, it's not even the current one. Like, it's actually a little while ago now. Oh, but really? that's the storyline that we've all been playing through uh, with the guys from the OG podcast, yeah. So Vash, myself, and I think Ash, he's been pumping through that storyline too, right? Knights of the yeah. Eternal? It, yeah, he's, uh, he's, I think he finished the, uh, he finished the Knights of the Fallen Empire, now he's doing Knights, or is it Knights of Eternal? I can't remember which one. He's finished the first expansion, he's on to the second one now. So yeah, and he's and he's actually the one who kind of like started uh, playing it again and kind of got this whole movement going. Just like, oh, hey, it's on Steam now. Oh, it's free to play. Oh, you can play every single character story for free and not have to worry about it. I was like, all right, cool, I'll give it a try. And I played it for like twenty hours straight, essentially. Damn. When I was playing, I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna subscribe. This is worth my fifteen dollars, <laughs> unlike other games that we've probably all played. So very worth. Now, completely agree. Was was that story yeah. better than the Fallen Order story? I think so. I mean, I, I I played the. I don't remember what the force user storylines were. Uh, the bounty hunter one is pretty good, but like I vaguely remember how that went because um, I played it before. But I'm, I want to go back and play. Like I know the Jedi Sentinel is pretty good in terms of storyline, so I kind of want to go back and play that as my next run because mm-hmm. I think Chu, you said that like the Sentinels storyline is what sets off one of those expansions or something like that, right? 
Yeah, the, the one that has like the most impact on that universe as far as like the character storylines is the Jedi Knight. So whichever spec you yeah. go, Guardian or Sentinel, that storyline, like you literally uh, are responsible for the storyline that kicks through into two expansions, Shadows of Revan, which then leads into uh, Knights of the Fallen Empire. So yeah, there's still references to things that have been done by the other classes, but by far the Jedi Knight has the biggest impact on the universe. So if you want to feel like you did something that people constantly talk about, that's the one. Yeah. The, so the one I thing... Just thought it was oh, great. Go ahead. Sorry. The one thing about the the game that I, I loved was I always felt I was like trying to speed through the combat to get to another story scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which typically doesn't happen. Normally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip the cutscenes. I don't care. Let me just get back to the, the actual action. Well, we all love Star Wars so much. And I think the gameplay for me was a little more tedious than anything else. So, yeah, I'm 100%. Anything. I mean, it's an MMO. Like, I mean, yeah, combat's yeah. always going to be repetitive. Push exactly. these 12 buttons, rinse, repeat. And then you get to a point where you get so good at it that you either keybind it. So you push one button, it does eight things for you. Mm-hmm. Or you just face roll while you're half asleep. Yeah, alt-tabbing to something else. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But I tried playing WoW, and I was just like, I can't, I can't get into this. I don't know, maybe it's the fantasy aspect of it, or I just didn't care. But like, as soon as you went to Star Wars, I'm like, maybe it's the Mandalorian that kind of got me back into everything. I was like, you know what? This is fantastic. I love every minute of this. This is great. Yeah, that's that's the same with me. I that is a hundred percent what happened with us. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. get into. I've never been able to get into the World of Warcraft storyline heavily, but um, you know, anything Star Wars related, then yeah, like I'll, I'll be really invested in that more than anything else. I think it's fascinating, Hebrew, that you bounced off of this game because of the graphics, yet you have now played Fable 1 and 2 this month. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Right? Right? It's so true, but I guess the difference is, is that the combat is so much more engaging in Fable, even at its worst. What uh, the fuck are you talking about? There's no way that's true. <laughs> that's 100% true. MMOs are so fucking boring as far as gameplay is concerned, like, especially old ones. Like, there needs to be, uh, I don't know, there... There's something a little bit nicer about having to actually like dodge shit and and move away and around and be able to you know navigate things a little bit more. That's MMO one hundred and one. Don't stand in the red shit. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, don't so stand in the poopy. That, that's definitely the difference. Like I definitely feel like I'm doing more whenever I'm in combat on Fable than I ever am on mm-hmm. MMO. It's MMO. I'm like, all right, press you know the same rotation of buttons over and over and over again so like i don't know man uh, fable only has like a couple of action buttons mmos yeah. have like 40 different a bad example <laughs> skills you can use now it with with fable no you have to play fable yeah play fable again and then come and talk to me dude you can't just sit there and press a five times over again and then win well well let me put you this way i played fable before mm-hmm. and i want to play uh old republic i yeah. don't want to go back and play fable well, this is me that doesn't mean shit. Yeah. If you want, if you want a fun <laughs> anyway. action MMO, you should try Black Desert Online. I know that some of it's free now on PlayStation. I played Black Desert like Mobile actually Ish, for yeah. a little bit, and uh, yeah, I did, I did too. But like, the, actually, that game for controller is really good. Uh, like on consoles, I was very surprised. Yeah, the combat mm-hmm. is actually is not that bad um, at all. Like it, that was a little bit more engaging. But yeah, I don't know. I just for the next MMO that I play, like which I assume will be uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, I just hope that it's, I don't know, it feels a little bit more engaging, I guess. You think it'll be Lord of the Rings? What about the, uh, LOL the one? New World. Um, yeah, when oh, is the oh, World, New yeah. World? Oh, I mean, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I pre-ordered it when it was supposed to come out. That was the like, It was like 30 days from release. And now it's like, oh, 18 months? I, I keep meaning to go to Steam to cancel that thing. Yeah. A New World, <laughs> that was the Amazon one, right? 
Yeah. 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 The one they had the alpha and it went terribly wrong. Yeah. Not too yeah. much hopes for that one anymore. But um, yes, for Lord of the Rings. And then what did you say, Hooch? Uh, the LOL MMO. Oh, well, we don't know that that's an MMO yet. But when when that comes out, yeah, I'm going to play the shit out of that, of course. That's going to be my number one game of all time. I'm just going to quit mm. playing anything else. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm we'll see. pretty sure that's going to be the reality no, of no, my life. I, I, yeah. Oh, I, I know. I know. <laughs> if I could live in the League of Legends world, I'd fucking do it. So. <laughs> Let's get into some gaming news of the week, boys. So starting off with, I guess, something that doesn't surprise any of us. Stadia has taken step number one towards giving up completely, uh, which is shutting down the game development teams in there. So they're still going to be operating with the software, but them developing their own first party is done and dusted. Does this surprise anyone? Uh, no. Right after that mm. really good PR that one of their head guys had not too long ago. Oh, that fucking guy. Yeah, that's mm. what a shock, dude, that that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Did you remember this guy, Vash? This is the guy from um, Google Stadia that got absolutely roasted by the internet that they disowned him because he said that uh, Twitch streamers are basically all pieces of shit and should be giving their money to studios. That's oh right. yeah, I, yeah. I remember. I remember seeing that tweet. That that was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then he I took off the the like lead developer on Stadia tag afterwards and. Oh great! If any you guys have any of you guys uh, used that service at all? Because I no. used, I had the Founders Edition back. I was like, oh, this is going to be fantastic. I could do this while I'm on the road. Not realizing mm -hmm. that also you're going to be paying sixty dollars for games that have been out for seven years. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, that's the that's, that's where it falls part. down, right? Mm -hmm. Having no yeah. subscription service or anything like your Ubisoft or your EAs or whatever, as imperfect as some of those systems are. You're exactly right. Their pricing structure on the games is the number one thing that screws it. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. you can get Destiny for free? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not even Destiny 2, Destiny. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So yeah. One. <laughs> so, I mean, technically wise, how did it perform for you? Like, I know obviously the, the, the pricing of the game kind of sucks, but how is this streaming games as a service thing going in the US now? I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I was playing it when I was uh, staying in Brooklyn while I was working on TV shows, um, just because I would just, I didn't want to bring my computer with me. I didn't, you know, my wife plays her switch. Um, and so like, actually she picked it back up so I couldn't actually play it anymore. So I was just trying to figure out a way. like, okay, I'm all, I'd have the Stadia. It's cool. I'll try it out. I like uh, getting first into new technology and streaming services and that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll give it a go. And um, I thought the, the quality was fantastic. You know, getting 4k 60, I was very interested in how they're going to implement that with YouTube because mm -hmm. I was still trying to build streaming platforms uh, on YouTube and just kind of building a channel and that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, let's go with this and see how, what happens. And it just it didn't really garner any sort of interest to me. Like it was like, okay, mm -hmm. cool. Why am I going to pay 15 bucks a month now after the three month trial period? and then pay for games in a library that I can't access somewhere else. Like, it just didn't really seem great. Like, if I could access my Steam library with this for, like, a small fee, that would be absolutely incredible, in my opinion. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, that was not going to be the case. But technically speaking, I thought it actually worked really, really well. And I think the technology is fantastic with what they're trying to do uh, in terms of, just, you know, PC gaming on the go but the um, just what they had to offer I didn't think was very good and and a lot of features that were coming soon TM just never really you know never got there and I was just like okay 
this is what I was sold, but this is what I got to kind of thing, whatever that meme is. Yeah, I am surprised yeah. to see them folding up shop on it, though, just because it seems like now other players are getting into the game for the same thing. So I figured that, if anything, they would be, be amping up. But only as hosting services, though. Like, they're still doing mm-hmm. that. This is only There's them sh- developing their own games. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. The, the studio, it's like Stadia is still staying, but yeah, they're only doing. Uh, although the one game that I was actually interested in picking back up was for Baldur's Gate three, because mm. that is on Stadia right now. So, Chu played that one. True, mm. it's on Steam though too, though. Bit of Larry. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say Chu played Baldur's Gate three. He may have installed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's true because I'm saving myself for that because like mm-hmm. it was only the first act and it was in early access. I bought it because I want Larry to have my money, but like, why would I want to have six months worth of blue balls? Like that's like going to get a quarter of a lap dance, like you know, once a week for a month, and then on the promise of you get to get laid in six months' time. Fuck that! I want to experience Baldur's Gate three in all its glory when Larian tells me this is its final form. This is how it's supposed to look. When they tell me that, I will play that game in every possible ending. That's what I'm saving it for. You did a really good job <laughs> of describing the game as a sexual experience. I will give you that. So. I mean, isn't that my go-to move on this podcast? Mm-hmm. I mean, it relates to people, <laughs> the excitement that I feel through video games. Yes. Yeah. I'm kind yeah. of turned on right now. There you go. But, yeah, uh, what I'm trying thing- to say is play Larian games, you will reach like peak, is what I'm saying. Hard yeah. direction. One thing with the whole Google Stadia thing is J.D. Raymond uh, is yeah. now going to be looking for a new gig again. You don't so- reckon he had something lined up beforehand? He would have had to have known this was coming. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, but I mean, she's around all over, to a lot of different places, so we'll see mm. what happens. I don't know. We'll see. But let's talk about something you're excited about, Hooch. The NCAA football games are coming back to EA. Oh, yes. So back in the day when uh, EA used to have a bunch of games on the Genesis, uh, everybody used to play Madden football. But then they came out with the college football game. And as time kind of went on, the two franchises like diverged because they used to be almost like carbon copies of one another. But then the NCAA football franchise in many people's eyes got better. Uh, mm-hmm. They were they they had features in the game that were you know more player friendly. Yeah, obviously you had more teams, so you could you know if you went to school you could represent your alma mater. Uh, and you know with the rosters changing and they're just a lot more like career based stuff. There were so many more features within the game that it became a little bit more. Uh, for people who played games, that was like what they went to more than than Madden. Uh, then what happened is they got uh, caught up in a uh, lawsuit with the players. So a lot of uh, they for a very long time, players were not happy that their likenesses were being used and they weren't getting paid for it. And so mm-hmm. EA wound up shutt- shuttering the NCAA football franchise, which sucked. Now it gets to come back. But with some caveats, they can't use player likenesses. Hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit odd. To me, this kind of represents a point of what's more important to you. The, like, the team and the college and the gameplay or actually looking and going, oh, hey, I know this quarterback is this player from this school, so that's more engaging for me. I kind of look at it as a thing where if you were to do something like a superhero game and you couldn't use Marvel or DC. Yeah, that's so how you I had to come up with like generic superhero X or something. Is that mm-hmm. as equally Compelling. enjoyable or engaging to you? No, not at all. Like, 
Yeah, I'm just thinking of like basically you get knockoff characters of everyone in in uh, Marvel, like you said, and I'm like, that's not a game I would want to play. Like people, well, it, see, City think... of Heroes, City of Villains, and uh, Champions Online. I would say games that would definitely spit in the face of what you just said, because I mean, Champions Online was nowhere near s- as good as City of Champs, but it was still a very very good game that wasn't built off of major established characters and was still an awesome MMO experience that I still cry it isn't around anymore. But that's not targeted for, like, that's not targeted directly towards Marvel. Whenever you play NCAA, you're expecting NCAA. Like, you're, you're, this, this to is play much weirder. I'll definitely would. pay that. Yeah. yeah. Like, if it was just football, question mark, then yeah, sure. Fill me in with a bunch of random football players mm-hmm. that, you know, don't correlate to anyone. But, well, let me ask you this, Hebrew. What if, game, NCAA, what if, what if you that. just have an imaginary college team that is basically like uh-huh. the Hogwarts graduates? Like you have teams that are based on mm-hmm. the Hufflepuffs. You know what I mean? You could do so much random shit with this. It's just the point is, well, is there a point to it? Like, is there something about this game that is worthwhile playing this instead of the other NFL games coming out? Like, how are they going to differentiate? I would... I just think that it's fucking wrong to then call it an NCAA game. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like... Yes. Well, you still have you still have the, the conferences. You still have the teams. So you have all those rivalries and the bowls yeah, and all the other stuff. Yeah, but you don't have the current that, year players. No, but you have the pageantry of, of the, of the uh, NCAA. And even when you did play NCAA in the past, you only had the current year players for that whatever season or whatever you had, unless it was like a freshman or something. But eventually, as the game went on, if you did the um, like the career mode or whatever, those players would graduate and you'd have to bring in all new ones. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's where I think that's where a lot of that draw was in the game was you were continually cycling out the roster and, and you know that named player that you knew eventually was gone, so you had to bring in new talent. So sort of like what Chu was saying, you had that opportunity to it was generic but it was still based enough in the pageantry and the reality of what ncaa football was that it gave you still that engagement that connectivity and it was something that you know people wanted to experience i think it comes down to ea's trying to profit off of you know of the like using the lightning that likeness like likeness likenesses likenesses thank you of the of the players um from the you know, ncaa and it kind of goes back to what you had asked me before is like what do i feel about the you know actors making gobs of money and i was like my response was like well it's because their likeness is being used and portrayed everywhere if they're not going to pay the players to do it they should use their likenesses Oh, I, I think that they should yeah. pay the players to use it. Like, that that's yeah, my absolutely. argument. Yeah, I, I think that yep. they need to fucking get the money. And I, I know they have the money. I shouldn't even say get the money. Oh, yeah, I think they that do. they need to pay them the fucking money that they deserve to be in the game. And then, yeah, otherwise, like, it's it's bullshit. I feel like that's... I feel like that's what happens so often on Amazon that people are pissed about is that you see, like, a picture of the thing that you want and you're like, fuck, yeah, I want that. And then whenever it's delivered, it's like nothing even close to it i don't know but i think i think that issue doesn't come from like ea ea would probably easily pay the players it's the ncaa that has the problem with it mm-hmm. oh, the, and they the have the problem rules. With, well so what's their no, what's their issue with it why don't they want to pay their players for it or oh that's oh my god you don't know about this no Oh, I, wow. I don't. I don't okay. watch. Like, so, I don't watch. You've just opened a hell of a fucking box, Avery. Oh yeah. So, so for college athletes mm-hmm. or college anything, they're considered amateurs. They cannot earn any money or any sort of special perks, anything. 
based on the fact that they play a sport or they do a, a, a thing or whatever it is that will give them an advantage over like another person at the school. So the problem with that is a lot of programs don't offer their athletes the ability to live and do their sport or whatever at the same time. Their sport that literally takes up their entire life while they're at school. So you have football players that this are considered stars. This is why sports stars. is fucking stupid, dude. This is why I don't like no, sports. No, it's not sports. It's NCAA. It's well, either way, okay, NCAA. like NCAA it is, is a sport. So that fucking sport is fucking stupid. So there you go. <laughs> no, well, the NCAA is just the entire collegiate you know, athletic association. So, so that association is everything. fucking stupid. So yes, they are. That's all they I absolutely, they are Fuck, absolutely. But, but let me let me point out to what's what's about to happen, though, right? Because this is this is e fucking a at the end of the day, right? What you're about to see is cartoon satirized versions of real players, like dialed up to twelve. That it's definitely not oj simpson but everything about him sure seems like an extreme version of oj do you know what i mean but like on uh, but with current college players they will 100 percent base these characters on real people but they'll change them in a way where you know what they're doing but then they don't have to pay them i will bet yeah. you any money ea does this you think so oh yeah well they have oh, to yeah. i don't know because, i feel like you can get into legal so, trouble with that well here's the thing how much is considered a player likeness. Yeah, is it exactly. just his height and weight, or is it his the height, weight, skin color, whatever? Like, how far can they go before they cross that line? I feel like you could quickly yeah. make a lawsuit um, if you wanted to, if if it was even like kind of close. Considering no, that it's, because it's, it's you look sports. you look at the amount of content online now. Like, I mean, you have like parodies of things that are absolutely permissible, and royalties aren't required. So. I 100% think you're going to see basically the real superstars of the NCAA portrayed in this game, but different enough. And as I said, I think it's more entertaining this way because you don't have to worry about, let's say that they do like a coach or story single player mode following the life of like, say, a, a certain player from a different team. You can really make them heroes or villains or giant assholes or you know whatever you want to do now because it's not the real player it's a cartoon version of someone that's almost the real thing but not quite but i think it's more interesting this way they're not going to be as you know bound by real things like they're not going to worry about defamation because you know they made one guy out to be a money hungry you know he'll go to any team that's offering money type thing you know well sort of he's definitely going to do this well like fifa did that with uh what is alex hunter with, for a couple of years, they had that him as like the main career character. But really, right. Agent Zero brought up a point in chat. Like the NCAA college football games were about recruiting and building the prestige of of the program and to, right. to bring in better recruits. And that first year was kind of like, oh well, this is what they have in the in the you know the league right now. You know, after a while, it's about getting rid of those guys and trying to make sure you keep up and have like the four and five star ranked. Uh, you know, high school recruits coming in to make sure you can, you know, continually compete. And and that's really what that game was about. And I think you that they, that was better than how they had it in Madden. And that was a little mm -hmm. bit more, like, like it was easier than just dealing with um, trades and free agency and all the other garbage you have to deal with in, in the NFL. 
Fair enough. I mean, it sounds more like a cross between like a management sim, like a lot of the coaching soccer games and yep. traditional NFL games. So it's not in my wheelhouse. But look, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of excitement around it because I've seen you and quite a few people online getting really amped for this in concept. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see good things from it because that was one of the most disappointing things to me was when they had to stop making the NCAA football game. Mm. Uh, yeah. And humble brag, my brother was in one of them. So you'd rather take oh, this than nothing, snap. basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd rather have this. And this actually might get me back to playing uh, f- football games on the console because I despise Madden. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't, it's never right. really sort of like how we were talking with Vash about like, you know, do you want to see the how the sausage is made and then come back and talk about it? Um, I spent, you know, what, 12 years at EA playing Madden or having to play Madden every year it came out on like all 14 different platforms where it came out by the time it was released in September I didn't want to see Madden anymore now Vash on this pod uh, all of us are massive Mass Effect games except Andromeda we don't talk about that we just pretend it didn't happen (laughs) Um, where do you fall on Mass Effect fan oh I'm a super fan I love Mass Effect how, how excited are you about the news this week uh, I, when I saw that, uh, when you sent me the show notes and I looked, I was like, I totally had forgotten that that remake was happening and I had to go change my pants. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the question, is it Dudechep or Femchep? That's what we should be asking. Uh, for me, Dudechep. Dudechep? Okay. I've, I've always had, like, I will do my first run as the, as essentially as the creators intended with like regular Shep or however it is. And then I'll go through mm-hmm. and play a second run with the Fem Shep. But I'm, uh, I was reading into a lot of what's going on with that. I'm very excited for what they're doing. I'm kind of glad they've, uh, I'm not going to, I'll let you continue on and, and, and go with the, uh, you know, what's, what's happening. But there's, there's some stuff that I'm actually kind of excited to talk about yeah I mean, there's plenty to talk about that because obviously with bro ship uh which is sort of what he's known as online um that was the one that most people played at first but like even back then almost everyone unanimously said that the voice acting performance i wish i could remember that actress's name right now jennifer but i know hale. she's so yes thank you jennifer hale i know that she is so excited that all the new marketing material has been centered around femship so she's kind of getting her time to shine so i'm actually looking Ooh. forward to doing a femship playthrough because oh, that was the thing is that if you did your game imports, you kind of had to stick with Broship or Femship, depending on who you picked early. Yeah. So, yeah. And plus as well, we know that they're doing more rework to the facial animations of her. So, I mean, if you get into like a Hebrews can't play at COS graphics, um, you know, defensive <laughs> old games, then she's going to be the one that's getting the most touch-ups. And like having played Andromeda, where people looked like... Do you remember... Did you play Andromeda when it first came out with all the bugs I, on the facial yeah, animations? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. shit, man. It was Ooh. like every character was like that scene from Indiana Jones with the face melting. Like it was just <laughs> so bad. It was really bad. So yeah, knowing that she's getting more reworks than Bro Shep, that alone with the voice acting, I'm I'm really excited to do a playthrough as Fem Shep this time. So did you never do a Fem Shep playthrough? Because I did so many different like save and reloads for different choices on Bro Shep. Mm-hmm. By the time I'd finished that game, I'd kind of felt like I'd done everything. Yeah. Um, was the same so I didn't really feel the need to go back and do it. This is why I'm so excited to do that now because I always heard that like Femship was the better choice. Uh, there were certain things I did in Mass Effect 1 playthrough that carried through that I never really liked, like with Rex mm-hmm. and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm amped that it's been enough time 
and obviously it's going to be a better gameplay experience especially mass effect one which is by far getting the most uh ai and in-game overhaul and getting rid of some of the minigame stuff a little bit like the Mako isn't going to feel as shit as it used to. Well, that's a term of endearment, man. That's I know. Like, it was so like you went and talked to your friends about how you just got the Mako over that ridge, and then it just exploded. <laughs> yeah, because it hit a rock. no good reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So look, I'm I'm glad that the quality effect stuff coming in. Have you guys seen the side by sides? Old school yes. Mass Effect that's One insane. to the new 4K. Oh, yeah, so good. Shit, it looks good. Yeah, looks they all really went they went all JJ Abrams on all the footage. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it seems like every week I get madder that I can't buy a three series Nvidia card because they're sold out. And I have to say, this is the announcement that made me just want to punch a wall because I'm like, I need to play this in 4K, bro. So are are you not going to play it on PS5? Well, is it coming PS5? Because I was trying to find like the conf- the confirmed answer to this. Well, well shit, uh, I hope I it was, is because that's the only just, way I'm going to be able to fucking play it. Yeah, so. I was just digging it through the PS Store and you can pre-order it yeah, okay. on the PlayStation Store. So. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so new console gen improvements. So the legendary, they're putting in, uh, there won't be the 3D temper support for the PS5. So you're not going to get like the the bonus benefits out of those headphones that you've got, Hooch. Ah, Um, They're not going to do anything special for the controllers, which is not surprised. But apparently, yeah, they are. It's all about the load times. So okay, no, I'll be going PS5 too then. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Load times alone, man. that's huge oh shit yeah especially for like when you make some of those choices like because some of the ones in there with the whole paragon system like you thought you were making a choice one way but it's not and then you're like fuck i just want to reload that real quick yeah games like this i think have the ability to do that for sure but you know uh changing a lot of things like rebalancing the xp so you don't have to play right through the game to be able to hit level cap um you know there's so much in here boss counter is going to be better they're smoothing out a lot of the way that your scoping works so it's not mm-hmm. going to feel like as clunky gameplay when you go from one to three just everything about the descriptions of this i'm so excited they just yeah. better not pull a blizzard here and come out with like a warcraft 3 reforged version of the shit because if they do i'm going to be so mad oh my god I no hope not please no. don't say that yeah <laughs> it is looking good and everyone that's been a part of it has said look this is the remake that you know we've all wanted and being one of the only games that ea is fucking launching this year they need it to be like a good seller <laughs> yeah oh yeah they are doing screw all this year yeah i mean you're getting that across the board but yeah ea is specifically not really bringing out too much but you know what hey if we get no mm. other games from ea except for uh, a, a remake of the legendary edition of mass effect i'm okay with that yeah i'm okay with that too yeah now let's talk about this actually made mainstream news boys uh because it's been it's become a political debate over this remake that you have uh team booty versus team sexist so <laughs> Uh, one of the things from these games is that, like, you might be playing as Bro Shep, and for no really good reason at all, other than shameless booty shots, uh, it'd zoom in on, like, the back of Miranda's ass or something like that. Like, that was the perspective for no reason other than, hey, 13-year-olds, we know what you like, video <laughs> games and ladies behind. And so now remaking this in 2021, they obviously have to make the choice of do you authentically remaster this game as it was, or do you look at the political landscape of 2020, 2021 and go, well, maybe we shouldn't do that. And the maybe we shouldn't do that team is winning. So they're cutting out a lot of 
gratuitous booty shots are going to be going. So uh, a lot of the uh, traditional fanboys who like some Mass Effect and like uh, women's behinds, they're a bit on the upset side. And uh, a lot of the white knighters and feminists are, are certainly uh, happy with these moves. So what do you boys think? I mean, I think I feel like there's some ass shots for for Dude Shep as well. Is there not? I feel like it's... Uh, um, not really. I feel like there... It was mainly about like Miranda. Definitely was, was the one that was the most I remember. They really went <laughs> at it. I mean, let's See, be real. The amount done. of, like, uh, Mass Effect hentai-esque porn that is out there is extreme. Like, this is a game that yep. got people horny for so many reasons back then, right? And really hasn't died off. I always just yeah. think if, like, for this kind of scenario, they should just, like toss it over to the women that um, like that work for EA, let them vote on it. And whatever they vote on, do that. That way, it, it no. cannot be blamed on us. No, what they should have done is they should have left the Miranda booty shots in, and then to make it even, just add more brochette booty shots. Yeah, they yeah could that's have done a good that point. Yeah. Yeah. What is the play? Yeah, I mean, look, Cyberpunk 2077, say what you will about that game. It, it, it introduced dick size in the content creator, right? <laughs> that if true, that's yeah. not a move towards equality, I don't know what is. For real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Let's make it yeah. happen. More dicks. I'm fine with more dicks. I, I can <laughs> yeah. choose just not to look at it. Isn't a good ass also, couldn't that be considered empowering as well for both a man and yeah, a absolutely. woman? Like, I would say mm-hmm. that no matter what. Like, it's better to look at a good ass than a badass, so... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, how well, I imagine that's what they pivot. They just they just put it all to uh, it's all Rex's ass. It's just all like fine, whatever. Ass. As long as <laughs> long as it's solid for for his race, then sure, whatever. <laughs> Let him have some ass. <laughs> so, that dude too. definitely squats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here's the what like here's the thing I think right. So a lot of people when they choose to play femship or just female characters in games in general, they're like, I want something that that you know is attractive to look at. So mm-hmm. what people don't like you know looking at dudes a lot of people like looking at dudes so i would say dude like i mean like i feel like this is a very like it's it's almost like a hypocritical point because yeah most of the time whenever women complain about like games like where the women look very you know scantily clad uh Mm -hmm. on the other side the guys have like their fucking shirt off and you know they're like ripped to shit and like things that we would never look like like Real people don't look like what they look like. Oh, well, uh, I will I say see. the armor sets in things like World of Warcraft, they kind of have mm-hmm. a point. Because like you're mm-hmm. sitting there in a full suit of armor and they've got a bikini armor and it's the same yeah. set. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> that, that kind of feels Dude, that's like a not, little bit that's, different. That's strategy. You, you no. gotta, yeah, yeah. I think if you talk, if you talk about Eastern it. games like Black Desert and shit, yeah, there's definitely a lot of shirtless. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm sure. saying <laughs> think about it. You got an enemy coming at you. If you just have on, if you just have on full armor as a woman, you're not using what you have. Because you could distract people if you were revealing some stuff. You could probably do the mm. same thing. Think about it as a man. Oh, you like, could do that as a guy. I, just I'm start jerking say, yeah. off and yelling out Expecto a, Patronus a man, and then throw like, at the guy. I would assume I if you're a man, about to get some DMs right now. <laughs> if right? I'm a man and I'm yeah. going up against an Amazonian tribe or something, I'm ripping off my clothes for <laughs> and seeing if I can distract some people first. Well, your first problem, you said Amazonian tribes. They couldn't give two shits of what you look like as a man. I don't know. Yeah. Amazonian tribes. Don't, <laughs> death by Shushu, dude. 
That's you mean snoo snoo? Snoo snoo. Yeah, there we go. Death by snoo snoo. What a shoo shoo. <laughs> if, if nothing shoo-shoo reinforces your shoo shoo is this is you just expose your foot fetish even harder. Just like I want to go by shoo shoo. I can tell you're in like foot footish chatterbaits right now. Fucking close the alt tab. Get back to the podcast. Shoo shoo is the X-rated version of snoo snoo. It goes that rabbit hole right. goes, goes even further. Uh, but right. yeah, no, I mean I I'd be doing that too. That's how I'd roll. How the fuck to segue out of that? So when it comes to <laughs> Mass Effect, uh, there is also a game that we could have had, uh, which came out in these talks this week, that they apparently cancelled a very Han Solo smuggler type character as a standalone game that was going to sort of weave in between the trilogy games. So you would have basically been alluding to the events that were happening in Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 as kind of like a galactical smuggler, which would have been really cool in that universe. And why they did andromeda instead of that i do not know yeah i have no mm. idea that doesn't make any sense to me yeah i wish that they would have done that. crazy man yeah I just, crazy. I don't know. andromeda was like okay for five dollars but even still i mm. think i paid too much yeah. <laughs> look if, if they didn't have the mass effect label on it i don't think i'd be anywhere near as mad at that game do you know what i mean it's just because yeah. it was one of our favorite franchises like just to fall sort of so far from the magic you know bioware had a rough decade and that's why it's so good, Vash, that we're back into tour, seeing Bioware storytelling at its best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Granted, that yeah. was made to loan that hope. team out. <laughs> Anthem. We're actually joking about Anthem on the Overachievers Gaming Podcast with <laughs> yeah. Vash and the guys this week. Um, shitting on Avengers. I said, you know you fucked up pretty hard when Anthem is fixing their loot system before you did. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah, true. Uh, he was a massive fan of the Avengers game as well, Vash. Just so you know, he he loves it. Talks about it every week and how he loves Square Enix. Yeah. Oh, great, awesome! I feel like uh, we can have you on the pod next. Yeah, would be great. I mean, just be bashing Avengers. It's the whole a time. fucking garbage developer team, dude. Like that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. I, we'll be talking about l- it next week with their stream. So you, good luck to that. Sorry, Vash. Yeah, there we go. I was saying I do like the Tomb Raider series, and I was so disappointed. So there we go. Same, dude. Yeah. Same. Gearbox sold. I did not see this one coming. Yeah. I don't know why they would. It seems like Gearbox has just gone strength to strength over the last 10 years, man. Like Definitely one of the more solid ones. Didn't they release like a, a Overwatch-esque shooter like a month before Overwatch? Like the worst timing yes. in human history. Was yes, it Blood? Pal- was it Paladin? Was that Paladins? Was that them? No, 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 no. 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 Whatever it was, literally just shut down recently. Oh, it was like, still going? Yeah. I didn't know that either. I, I, I thought like it was like so that and Overwatch launched in the same window, and it just yeah. Overwatch overtook them so hard that Battleborn, 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 that's, that's the one. Right. You you didn't hear anything about that. I remember the trailers for Battleborn looked so fucking awesome too. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed yeah. the single player of that. Like it wasn't a bad game. They actually had like a lot of story mode built in there as well, I'm and sh- it was I'm- very much like a. Yeah. Gears, uh, not Gears. Um, what's the game they did? Oh my God, I can't think of anything today. Uh, Borderlands, Borderlands esque with the comedy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would expect nothing less from that. They're like one of the few game developers that I still trust to uh, make a, a solid game no matter what, basically. And say $1.3 billion is a hell of a price tag. And I think worth the investment too, man, because they're definitely a studio on the up and up. Like things are looking pretty good there. Um, but in the sales announcement, uh, Randy Pitchford, who is one of the, I think he's one of the original founders, right? He was talking about yeah. that um, they've got a couple of new IPs on the way. So he's saying that they've got some projects in the works that he believes will do to uh, gaming 
sort of genre is what they did with Borderlands, which I really hope that's true because any any Disruptors. new IP from this studio, oh, I'll be so excited. Yeah, I think that they're a bit of trend senders, honestly. Like, like I, I think that they kind of, um, in a lot of cases, set the stage for for future games. So, I, I, I'm not surprised that they're going to be doing that. Like, I think they have the, like, one thing that that um, developer has for sure. Whenever you think of them, is creativity and humor. Like those yeah. two things, I'm like, all right. So, I I think if anyone has uh, an idea to kind of come up with a new idea in this really oversaturated uh, market right now, it's probably Gearbox. Yeah. Are you a Borderlands guy, Vash? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I've, I have I loved uh, 1, 2, and 3. I've recently replayed 3 on uh, PS5 because if you've, if you've had it on the PS4, you can upgrade for free with it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I got to get my old character off of my PS4 Pro because Dom has it right now and he's in the <laughs> middle of a move, so I can't really get it just yet. So I might just make a new character and go with it. But uh, yeah, and then you know the uh, pre sequels were fantastic as well. I've yeah. just always been I've always loved Agreed. their kind of quirky, fun humor. And I've, did you ever play the Borderlands in VR? Borderlands Two in VR? No, that did was like the no, one. I, I own it, um, but I have never I loaded it. Yeah, I need to. Though. It's interesting. I definitely, definitely would recommend it, even if it's on the PSVR for like an hour. You play through that first like segment and whatnot when you have to go through the, um, uh, with the the guys in the in the caves and whatnot, and or right off the water or whatever. Yeah, it's 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 quite good. I really like how they they did the scoping mechanism in VR, which is like it just brings up a little sub window, so you can still see it, but it doesn't impede your view. Mm. Uh, your POV view for everything, so I don't know, it's interesting. So I've always been a fan. Yeah, I'll definitely. What get about it. Tales from Borderlands? Anybody, Tales anybody? from the Borderlands, the yeah. narrative series Tell-tale. by Telltale. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Did you guys enjoy that? Yeah, I played yeah. it. It wasn't bad. I didn't actually play that one, but like all all of curious. their games, um, especially in um, like that area, have been really, really solid at least solid to great i would say i don't think there's any bad games that they've made um, for borderlands i don't know i couldn't get through the the pre-sequel for some reason i just couldn't do it i don't know it was why. good it, it, was, it was really good. good yeah it was really solid playing uh, okay. claptrap was fucking amazing dude i love playing yeah <laughs> that's a big call yeah amazing You're- yeah, you had to get through the moon, the opening sequence in the moon before. I don't know the moon kind of like threw me off like the low gravity, and then you kind of get used to it, and you're like, mm. oh, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah, so mm. definitely. I don't know. Maybe that's where I don't know if that's where you fell off or whatever. But that's. I mean, that's what for me. I was like, oh, I don't like this when I first bought it, and then I just gave it like a year and came back to it. I was like, oh, this is actually really fun. I actually want to go back and platinum all these games. Mm. Um, I'm a big platinum chaser for PlayStation. I can tell. So. two big questions for you vash number one is um i've been flirting with the idea of ripping across onto the ps5 for borderlands 3 is it notice noticeably like performs way way better yeah it's 60 4k 60 the entire way it's amazing yeah and the lack of load screens i imagine be pretty hot as well i haven't really noticed i gotta load it onto the ssd i have everything running on an external uh hard drive so Mm -hmm. i mean i'll have and the games that i really want to play on the like that I'm maining right now is Assassin's Creed, but like I'll move everything over to the SSD whenever I'm like hardcore into the game, so you can get this a lot fast load screen, uh, load screens. And I haven't really tried it yet because I've only done like the first. I think I'm like level three 
on uh, one of the characters uh, when I loaded up because like, oh, I want to actually play my other character who I have at like max level with all these awesome guns and everything like that. But yeah, um, it's it's uh, from what I was playing, I was just like, this is awesome. I can't wait to play more of it. Definitely. And the other big one as well, we're amped on this podcast for the Borderlands movie. But what was your reaction to Kevin Hart being cast as Roland? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I like Kevin Hart, but like, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm such a weird move. Maybe it is a weird move. Like, I could have, like, I actually found out about that when I was listening to your guys' podcast. Mm-hmm about the, that whole that whole section so like i was kind of anticipating him being claptrap because he's kind of got that quirkiness to yeah. him already mm-hmm. but i don't know maybe they maybe there's some weird thing they're trying to do with that whole th- i don't know i, I think they i feel like they have to have a plan people are weird. like they have to have a plan because otherwise that's so weird that it, it just wouldn't work out unless they had something planned. yeah i just don't i don't know i just I think what they're really gonna do is a work. jumanji move that it's gonna be like uh kevin hart sitting in a computer and then it goes into the screen, and then he becomes the Rock. I think that's what's going to happen. What needs yeah. to? Yeah. <laughs> and then the Rock well, is claptrap. Yeah, go. I would well, love <laughs> that. Would be amazing. Still, that would still would play really it. Good. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be crazy. But like, I mean, so the first Borderlands, though, what was it? Brick? Was that yeah, the? Yeah, Brick. I yep. mean, you could just do the whole Jumanji thing, or if you want to bring Kevin Hart in as Roland, then you got to bring Dwayne Johnson as as Brick. So there you go. I think the summary of the story is Jack Black needs to be in this movie. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Jack Black needs to be in every um, movie, honestly, for it to be can, complete. Can, it, uh, that, that's fine, but uh, of all the Jumanji actors, like, forget Jack Black, I want to bring in Karen Gillan, please. Ooh, I, I Honestly, well, I'll take... to all I'll the take... Jumanji actors, we're going Robin Williams. You can both get fucked. <laughs> uh, I'll still take Jack Black over all of them, honestly. Uh you know, we can kick Kate Blanchett out and make Karen Gillan. No, uh, I, I, I know she's going to crush it in this. I don't really care which of the characters she is. I do hope it's um, Lilith. But yeah, I think no matter which role she falls into. Yeah. I think it, yeah. she's confirmed Lilith now, right? Yeah, that's she's so. confirmed yeah. Lilith. Perfect, man. Perfect. Still maintain it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's that time of year, boys, where all the big wigs of the studios get together and talk about all the monies they're going to rip from us. <laughs> so uh, we had Blizzard and EA this week talking about their earnings calls. And uh, we always scan these things so hard to try and work out the little things we haven't found out yet, like what quarter they're planning to release video games, etc. Yeah. EA didn't give away too much other than digging through and just finding the absurd amount of money they made on some games. (laughs) You know, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, Mm -hmm. which is obviously what was basically copy and pasted for Marvel Strike Force that we played for a long time. Do you know that's a billion dollar video game? Yeah, Yeah, I knew that one. It's a billion dollars they've made on Galaxy of Heroes, a mobile phone game. If you told me that five years ago, let alone 10 years ago, that like a game like that would be a billion dollar revenue game, I would have slapped you. I mean, it makes total sense to me. They're the most, I mean, mobile games are the most highly microtransaction games in the world. Yeah, it's the why that still makes me angry on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Don't ever <laughs> apply logic to it because you'll never find any. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> Man, yeah. I wonder how uh, MSF's tracking towards that. Because weren't they at 350 well, mil first year or something? Or 150? 150, I think it was. 150, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're doing know. very it's- well honestly i'm i'm sure yeah. i'm sure but they're they're doing some real dumb stuff right now so i'm not surprised they're like oh we're gonna do this now and everyone's like boycott spend more money i'm like great yeah while while 12 <laughs> yeah. percent of the population does that the rest of them open up their wallets and just fucking throw money at the screen 
But the fascinating thing for me is that two of the games they've got now that have brought in a billion dollars each, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and uh, Apex Legends, are both in their titles and advertised, they're free-to-play games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're billion-dollar revenue. And it's more impressive for Apex Legends because, one, if you remember when that game came out, it had no marketing whatsoever. It Mm -hmm. just Just happened, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it dominated. I mean, they're definitely capitalizing, and this is something we'll talk about in the Blizzard call at the moment. I did not think Blizzard would literally walk away from dominating that style of shooter. But it's 100% what they've done. Did you play Apex at all? I did, yeah. I didn't mind it. I'm just over those style of games for now. I burned out so hard from Overwatch and PUBG and all those things combined there for a while. The Modern Warfares, I haven't played any of those for a few years now. Well, I mean, the big draw of Apex, obviously, is similar to LoL. It's about the skins. Yeah, it's all about the, mm. it's all about the skins. It's, it's all about the skins. And that's, you know, for some well, reason, skins and people game pass. throw money at Skins that. and Game Pass, but yeah. But what does the Game Pass get you? Skins. Well, not just skins. It gets you some other <laughs> shit too, but yeah. Skin, well, yes, but mostly it's like it's skins. Skins and are the biggest draw for and sure. Player skins yeah. and yeah, yeah. Mm, I agree. Uh, I do hope that more companies see that number—a billion dollars from skins—and they mm-hmm. start walking away for all this pay-to-play advantage bullshit. Because if that game and that those figures in two years to pull a billion dollars when you mm-hmm. didn't have to pay for the base game and you're not having any pay to win advantages, if that doesn't tell you that it's a viable business model to do it and have gamers love you for it, I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah the way to do it is to pay, is to have players pay for convenience. So you can earn the same exact things. It just takes time. Mm-hmm. So what's more important to you, your time or your money? I mean, League of Legends is getting what you want that flag for 10 years now so and it it's still barely pulling people into that model so hopefully it does well, but we'll see well i mean you can still target what you want right so it's mm-hmm. either i either yeah. i play the game and play the game get the currency and then i can go hey i'm gonna go buy this specific skin or it's like hey i can get a loot box that may open it right now or you know eventually give me enough currency to go buy that skin just straight out right yeah the interesting thing is the Blizzard earnings call. So it confirms something we were talking about last week is that we, we it looked like Overwatch 2 was not coming this year. Yeah, That's 100% confirmed it's not going to happen now. Which hearing that Apex Legend news makes that decision so much more moronic and just wondering why Blizzard was just walking away from a sure thing. Because Overwatch was the thing that everyone played for probably, let's say, two years, really. And then they just let it die rather than capitalizing it on its peak form and not doing what they've done with World of Warcraft and releasing something interesting for that every year. I They're going to have to earn that, that spot back in a very competitive year for small squad-based games because you've got, you know, Back for Bloods coming out this year. I know it's a different format, but it's definitely going to cannibalize a lot of the same market. We talked about so many of those four-person co-op shooters, like that Van Helsing sort of clone with the vampire Western guy. Yeah. Like uh, the Game of Thrones kind of rip-off four-person co-op game. Everything that's coming out is really going to rip that market and fragmentize it even more. That Blizzard's going to have to come back from scratch in like, what, 2022, probably 2023 at this stage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. come back from scratch. It's so, Blizzard I mean, is just Blizzard's so dumb with what they've done recently. Well, the, other big, the other big problem is... They've already gone on record saying that they weren't going to release any new characters or major yep. content for Overwatch until Overwatch 2 came out. And then mm-hmm. it was going to have a you know, delivery 
a release in con, you know conjunction with the two where something came out for Overwatch 2 would be available for Overwatch as well. But how does that still stay? Are they still not releasing anything for Overwatch? As you said, that's going to turn the game stale. Now the one mm-hmm. the one thing they do have which is a positive and a negative is all the other games are usually like 3 to 4 players where at Overwatch you can have you know, a team of 6 and it's actually encouraged for you to have a team of 6 otherwise you're going to get random bobos in your team and all sorts of hell breaks loose. But mm-hmm. it is the only game out there of its type, I think, that has squads and teams of that size. Yeah. Um, in that format, yes. But there's a yes. lot of games that have those style of and those numbers of deathmatch type games. Yeah. And, and, and you know, just in that capture the hill type games like Valorant, I think, has probably taken that spot that's, and that's does true. almost exactly the same way thing in a lot of ways better than Overwatch. I know, but I can't stand Valorant. It just does not jive with me at all. Yeah, it's kind of like a CS:GO kind of vibe. With yeah. Valorant. Have you guys I mean, played the it. Rogue Company game at all? No, no. That's, a, that's similar to that. So it's essentially it's like a, it's it's kind of like uh, CS:GO, Valorant, and Overwatch combined, sort of. Mm-hmm. Also free to play on um, pretty much all platforms at this point. But it's it's interesting. It's um, not my style of game, but I could definitely see how people would be very good at it. They, uh, I definitely would say recommend giving it a go, even if it for like you know an hour. It should be like okay, I, I understand where this is going. It's just it's an interesting perspective on it. So I think Rogue Company is the name of it. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna look at that one afterwards. But yeah, I mean, whenever it comes to whenever it comes to Blizzard, I, I mean they they're a constant disappointment to me now. Like, I mean. D3 was a huge disappointment. Even Overwatch, to a degree, was a little bit of a disappointment for me. But I think that that's, you know, not the case for most people, at least. But, I mean, D4 isn't going to be out well, for Well, I'm disappointed in Overwatch for a very different reason. In that, was that it? was supposed to have been Project Titan, the new MMO, that was supposed to yeah. be... Like, they were going to be the ones that killed WoW with their own game. That's actually why and, I, was, I was disappointed with it. I just uh, figured most people didn't share in that. Because Overwatch actually became a bit of a success so but yeah especially with that world like i love the lore and and the characters of overwatch that i wanted to be an mmo so goddamn badly and that's why i was looking forward to overwatch 2 because i don't give a shit about the multiplayer anymore i just want to play that with like um a squad of mates and do raids like destiny 2 give me that game you can have my monies yeah exactly yeah i mean after seeing uh, especially after the cinematics um that they've done for i mean mm-hmm. blizzard always kills it on cinematics but especially for the overwatch ip like their cinematics for it are fucking fantastic and they really done a good job of building out that world i would love to play around in it more which makes me like want to play overwatch too but like i, I just it's been so fucking long and i just feel like I, i'm so dumb with their excuses on not getting shit out like well, know. you're not going to love well, this news, being the biggest fan of this, but uh, Diablo 4, 100% yeah. confirmed, will not be this I mean, year. I'm not surprised uh, by that in the slide. I, I don't. I honestly don't no. expect that for three more years. Like, genuinely. I mean, the from Diablo, from whenever they first announced Diablo 3 to whenever it came out, I want to say that was, like, legitimately five years. So I'm expecting around the same for this. Like, I don't expect this to be quick, especially since we still have Immortal, which has been multiple years now as well. Um like that needs to come out and i feel like they're not going to put that too close to d4 because they're going to want to have time for that game to build its own following and build up characters and get a dedication to that game before diablo 4 otherwise everyone's just going to say fuck that to diablo Immortal and just go to diablo 4 
So I, I don't know. I'm not yeah. surprised by that. That one is what it is. Yeah, man. It's uh, and they're working on some uh, Warcraft mobile games. We don't have any details as yet. But Vash, one thing that we have like banged on about wanting for the longest time is MSF style collector gotcha game, but with all the Blizzard characters. Ooh, yes, please. Yeah. Not announced, but goddammit, if that's one of those, yeah, I'm gonna get sucked back into gotcha for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It wouldn't even have to be that great for me to want to go into that. And then like all the different skins, like cause Heroes of the Storm we spoke about briefly on uh, your pod Vash. Like the mm-hmm. skins that they had in that game, god damn it, they crushed it. Yeah, it was. I I never really played Heroes of Storm because I'm I'm not really a League of Legends type fan or whatever that, that type is called. Oh, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just not very good at those types of games. It just frustrates me more than anything Mo- else. Mobas and uh, Mobas, yes, thank yeah. you. And uh, but Dom is a big big League of Legends uh, Heroes of Storm fan. He loves those games. Mm. So I'm, I'm for his sake. I hope that that. You know, they continue it because they said they they're not doing the esports board anymore, but they're still supporting it. I think is what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, they dropped the esports support for it. Let me ask you this: so that that's for Warcraft only, though? Is that for all of Blizzard, like crossover? It's Starcraft, I believe. Uh, which one are you talking about? For, for the Heroes no, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Gotcha game, the mo- oh, mobile. Oh, at this stage, the, we don't know if it's Gotcha for sure. They've just said mobile games. It only mentioned Warcraft, but I think they're nuts if they're not trying to do something with say. their dying IPs. Because you, yeah. you can't just let Starcraft die exactly. completely. There's so many beloved characters from that universe. Exactly, yeah. If they're not looking at what we just spoke about, Galaxy of Heroes being a billion dollar game and going, hey, we have characters that are equally beloved to you know a couple of generations of gamers we'd be nuts not to do this i think they're crazy um as to what warcraft game comes out like i mean i don't know if rts has played that well on mobile so i can't see them going back to doing you know that, that unless they do like mobile ports of warcraft 1 2 and 3 there's probably ways you could do that but i hope that's not where they're spending their money I want new, new products. Yeah, same. I, I don't want mm-hmm. just rehashed versions of old ones. Uh, and it's such mm. a good model. I'm honestly surprised we don't have one of like every major IP. Like, I would totally take a Harry Potter version of a like like Gotcha style mobile game in a, in a fucking heartbeat. So yeah, I'm sure we'll get there. But I had to laugh at this, boys. That um, with BlizzCon coming up next week, we know that uh, they're doing that for free this time. You don't have to pay for your tickets to watch the event. Yeah. But I couldn't help but laugh that in true Blizzard fashion in recent years, they've got microtransactions. So it is free to watch, guys. But there are these packs where you can pay like 20 bucks or 40 bucks and get like a little pet in all these games. Which to me is hilarious because most of those games, they're they're not supporting anymore anyway. It's like StarCraft 2 and Heroes of the Storm and, you know, getting a pet for Diablo 3, which we know everyone's going to be moving away from with Immortal. Yeah, such a greedy fucking company, dude. It just makes me sad for what they used to be, bro. You, you say that, but I'm yeah. going to plunk down the $40 for the Reinhardt skin for Overwatch. Are you really? Yes, I am. Oh, wow. I, I, I have to have that skin. Wow. I'm sorry. He's Still, my favorite character, stuck. about $40? Bucks? Fuck How, off. Yeah, but say $40 for it? But there's also, there's also like a, a Mountain Wow. There's some other stuff in there that I'd make use of. Are you playing any really, of those other games? Yeah, I play Overwatch, okay. I play WoW, I play all that stuff. Yeah, I just don't play, okay. I don't play, every now and then I'll play like Diablo 3 when a new season comes out and it looks like it's got something good in it. Yeah, we do the um, same. Yeah, but I'll play it for like a week and then move on. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's, what can you, What else can you ask for a 10-year-old game at this point? Or exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, just just the best me over thing a little bit. That's going to be coming to D three is Diablo two remastered. That's the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, man fuck i will say that is exciting yeah. not in their earnings call so i don't think that's coming so well actually we know they haven't even started working on it right because they only just bought vicarious visions like mm-hmm. this month or end of end of jan mm-hmm. so it's going to be at least a couple of years away before we see that remake yeah yeah and diablo immortal is actually looking pretty good he pre- oh wait you didn't fuck <laughs> robin fuck in that one <laughs> this guy uh, Vash, here's a question uh, so people can establish uh, where you are as a, a gamer slash nerd. Are you Team Apple or Team PC? Uh, well, that's uh, tough. That is a tough question. Uh, um, can I be both? Are you talking about for gaming yeah. or just in general? In general. Let's go uh, in general. If you, in in general. general, I suppose, first. Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, gaming, I mean, fucking does Mac even count? Let's be real. <laughs> uh, nowadays, yes. Yeah, absolutely, right. it counts. That's With right. the, the, so, I'm, all, I'm I'm yeah. gonna go Team Apple because I'm 100 percent all I'm all Apple products across the board because all of my stuff for my job uh, is only available on Apple. There's no support <laughs> for it or Linux support for it whatsoever. Uh, so yeah. I knew when you I knew when you asked that question and he kind of hesitated that that was gonna be the situation because again, like Apple makes the 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 hardware that we use to create stuff that you play on PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting, but like, but I'm also I uh, I know you said that you didn't have any of the uh, three thousand series. I just happened to get a thirty eighty card uh, from Phoenix. I know, right? I was, my buddy of mine some somehow walked into a micro center and picked up a thirty ninety that was just happened to be there, and he's just like, how how did, how did I how did I get this? But yeah, he he also spent seventeen hundred dollars on it. He's like. Do That's I really why. need God this? Damn. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm so but, mad at that. I'm I'm happy for you though. How is the 3080? Like, have you? I don't know yet. It's, to... it's, it's on order, but it hasn't it hasn't come. This this just happened like two days ago, so I haven't actually okay. got it yet. So I'm hoping to get it next week, and then we'll, we'll find out. Because then I have two 1080 or two 2080 Ti's. I got to get it rid of at some point. But anyway, um, for me, it's mostly for work. But like all my all my stuff. Will, hey, just don't laugh now. I'm literally about to explain to you why I have this thing in, in my system. Uh, but it's just because like I do a lot of. Um, I've switched over my stuff from doing all my color work in in Mac uh, because I just didn't. I didn't want to spend twenty five thousand dollars on a Mac Pro. Now yeah. I have my PC, which can run Resolve, and uh, which is uh, DaVinci Resolve is the color coloring software that I use, which is now it's supported across platforms now. Now I can use my Macs on my network to render on Resolve and network rendering, so it's pretty awesome. But the new uh, the new M1 Macs just like destroy my PC now. So I'm like, okay, cool. I just spent all this money like three years ago on a new awesome editing color machine. Now it's all obsolete at this point. So, well, yeah. with the Still, with the PCs though, hold on real quick. With Vash, with the PCs though, like, is it the the GPU or the monitor that has the most impact on the color reproduction? Uh, GPU monitor, monitors I can calibrate no matter what. It doesn't matter to me. But for me, okay. it's it's GPU because it's all about rendering. Because I'm doing like node based stuff, so I could have on any clip, I could have like minimum of one node of color up to like 35 at some point with like doing luma keys color uh hue saturation levels that sort of stuff and then if i start adding grain or noise reduction that's when the gpu really kicks into overdrive and like with my industry like time is money so it's like if i'm trying to crank out daily so if like someone is shooting 
you know, like uh, on a commercial, you typically have like, you know, two to three hours worth of footage and they want it done at the end of the day and you have like half an hour, like I need as, as much GPU power as I can throw at it so that it renders as fast as possible. And Apple's been just killing it lately with these M1 chips. Like I have a crazy, like a maxed out MacBook Pro for work and it's, it's ridiculously expensive. And the new uh, MacBook Airs with the M1 is half the half the render speed, and it's a quarter of the price. I was like, I, I what? What is wow. going on? It's only going to get better. It's absolutely insane. So you guys heard like, it here. It's two apples versus two PCs. <laughs> so it's now officially oh, even. So there we go. Well, for one no, episode only, no. and then you go back to being the minority <laughs> in the next episode. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And remember, and remember, he's only said that because it helps him do his job. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but also, I do like, you know, Mac products, too. There you go. It's 2-2. Uh, <laughs> now, in saying that, though, like, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to convert if they have good shit. Like, we talked about if these processes they've talked about, like, the next evolutions of the M1s end up becoming powerful enough to actually start to compete with the master race. Of course, we're going to look at it. But one big shot they've got coming across the bow we talked about it really briefly last week, was Apple had a VR coming. Very sketchy details. But then this week we started to get some of the specifics because some of the people that are working on that team have been allowed to talk. And I tell you what, man, there's some good shit that we're hearing. Yeah. Number mm -hmm. one being is that in front of each eye, you will have an 8K display. Yes, please. Yeah. That's oh, huge. it's so good, yeah. right? On top of that, uh, they're going to have basically, I think it's 12 cameras from memory. Yeah, 12 cameras mm. on the, mounted on the headset for tracking, which wow. means you have a decent chance of being able to do uh, cordless VR with good tracking. Because I think a lot of the existing sets out there can be a little bit sketchy there sometimes. So that's really good. Um, but as well as that, it means that you're going to be able to use it for AR applications as well. Because you can put this headset on and potentially charge it up walk out somewhere and then just do an AR overlay of wherever you are. Meaning that you could have like the most insane version of Pokemon Go you've ever seen is now possible with something like this. Uh, they're doing LiDAR sensors on there as well to really measure the difference between you and the surface, which for AR is crucial. Yeah. Yeah. And this part I didn't really think about, but now that I've said it, I don't know why I haven't done this myself is um, they're building in a lot of their audio to really enhance the 3D capabilities of the AirPods Max, which having had so many different versions of headsets with my HTC Vive, just having those in-ear pods being really good quality, the amount of weight that takes off your head is insane. So I really love where they're going with this. And I think, yeah, I, I could be talked into if it's compatible with all games looking into something like this in the future for sure aren't the airpods max like the over ear ed ones are you talking about the uh, oh the shit Apple? are they all oh, right yeah. okay i take everything back then fuck it yeah those are the i mean if they work with the airpod pros absolutely AirPods. yeah that's what he meant yeah i mean all vr would work with those now realistically it's just you'd yeah, have to glitches. do all yeah. the base config settings per game it's just that you know how is that i guess have you done that have you done it with your because which headset are you rocking vash i can't remember uh, I have the index. That's what I have. So they have the, oh, the over here once. So they have all that stuff already. The spatial audio and everything in that built in. So it's great. I didn't realize I'd be so jealous of you by the end of this episode. You have a 3080 <laughs> and a fucking Valve index. What is going on? You've got all the toys that want, I want. Do you want me to keep going? I, I'm more than happy to keep listing the things off. That's fine. 
<laughs> How is the index though? I've heard nothing but incredible things. It is so I get sick uh, motion sickness pretty quickly with VR and like mm -hmm. and to the point where I can't really I was actually surprised I was able to do the six hour one setting or one sitting um, VR uh, Resident Evil 7 stream in VR because I just, I just can't I can't sit for more than like 20 30 minutes without getting like violently ill mm -hmm. and that um, the index is just super smooth and it's just it's just it's just amazing like playing Half-Life Alex is just it's um, so good with that headset and like I have a a CV2 and a DK1 just um, as well because I used to do a lot of work in VR and it's just um, I, I can't I can't go back to the older generations like even playing on the PSVR for the Resident Evil 7 I was just like ah oh, man this is so garbage compared to yeah. the index it's insane can you believe I'm still trying to talk Hebrew into playing Half-Life Alex? Yeah, I haven't played it yet. What are you doing? I Do you know, have right? a VR headset? Yeah, I have the... Uh... Stop the podcast. <laughs> go play it right now. It is I, the, be one of the best Literally, the only thing ever. that's like like tripping me up from getting it is just that I have to... Because I have the um, Oculus Quest. And so I have to you know sure. plug it in, turn it into a Rift, download Steam... And then oh, boo do that. So like it's a know, it's right? a little bit of a process, but yeah, it's nothing. I you have to plug a hell. cable into your computer, <laughs> then download the software, pay for it. Yeah. So you yeah, understand so, oh, okay. the, the troubles that lie ahead. Then. So yeah, it's a, See, it's a lot of. This is the problems. moment from Back to the Future <laughs> coming to fruition, where he's saying he's a master of crack shot. And he's like, "What? You have to use your hands? You are that fucking kid now." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll take it. No, but seriously, uh, you should not play any other games until you play that. I have heard that's that fantastic. it's it's absolutely. I 100% amazing. agree yeah. with that. Thank you. She has told me. She has told me many times now that it's it's absolutely amazing. It's it's basically yeah. uh, like the best VR experience so far, right? Ever. Yeah. yeah. So hands hands down. Hands down. Yeah. So. It is. It is absolutely, and it's it's so smooth. And like they thought of everything for that game. It's tense, mm -hmm. and it's like the gunfights are like strategic and it's it's not just like wild you know whatever like you, you actually have to use cover and do stuff like when you get like you're like oh you're gonna kill a couple guys whatever and then later on when you get to the heavy units you're like oh what do i do now and it's just it's 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 amazing it's just I've, i haven't had my blood rushing like that in, in a long time yeah i need oh, to do it it's just it's it. just the, the the experiences that i've had with with vr like haven't been great as far as like how immersive they are like so I basically just use it for Beat Saber, like Beat Saber's great. Yeah, I love Beat so Saber. So it's like Super Hot was fun, and then Beat Saber. I play a shit ton of Beat Saber with it. That's about it. Super Hot was amazing. I love Super, Super Hot. Was Super Hot was really yeah. good. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah. highly and recommend. Serious Sam Lost Hope as well for just lols as a turret shooter. That game was hilarious. <laughs> Wait, they had that it's for like, VR. Yeah, it's like playing ADD. Right, it's like experiencing oh, what that is like because it's just it's a horde mode turret shooter. So you're standing in the one place, you don't move, and then just waves of shit run at you and gets more intense. And you're sitting there going, oh, "I'm gonna shift the rockets and swords," and you've got like Rambo style explosive bows and chain guns, missile launchers, everything. It's so fun to play. Mm -hmm. I really recommend wow. it for a cheap game when it's on sale for sure. Awesome, I'll take a look. Heck yeah! I mean, it's no Half Life Alex. Let's be real. What is? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, so having a. Do you want to explain uh, why the 8K screens are important? I mean, the higher the resolution, the better is the summary of the story. But I mean, being able to have as much well, 
The main thing is for this as well, and I have no idea how they power this Vash, is like the main barrier to entry for like a really immersive experience is normally one of two things. One is the lenses that are in front of your eyes, mm -hmm. the refresh rates especially, and what frames they're capable of. Because if you have a low refresh rate, you get what Vash was talking about where you get the like motion type sickness feeling. Once mm -hmm. it drops below 30 frames, you're fucked. And the thing is you can have the good lenses, but if you have like a really shit graphics processor, it's really hard to be able to drive enough power through to keep the frame rate high anyway. So having enough power through a decent processor, have they said this is going to be off the M1 Vash? Or the I don't next know, evolution? but I would assume it's either off of that or some sort of subsidiary that is going to be combining based off of, you know, maybe the M1 or maybe a new chip because you like, mm. they, you know, because their A1 chips are in the phones and that's, almost as good as like a PlayStation 2 at this point in terms of graphics and what it can do or make mm -hmm. or, or PlayStation, 3. PlayStation 3. So yeah. uh, so it's going to be uh, I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they're developing a new chip just for this based off of what they've discovered and been able to do with the M1 chips because the M1 chips are it's just insane. I would say at least as yeah. good as an M1. I mean does it have the juice cuz remember you have to be able to run like they're going to have to aim for 8K resolution in 60 frames mm -hmm. through a wireless headset. Like how that's three grand when PCs right now with that kind of processing power and output mm -hmm. are almost that expensive because of the fucking shortage. I literally don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to. I'll send you a photo. PlayStation has done okay. kind of a similar situation where if you would price out what it would cost to like build something as equally powerful as the PlayStation Five, it wouldn't cost. I mean, like PlayStation Five costs. Oh, in, in saying that, you're aware that in the earnings call for Sony this week, they were only they were, they were saying to investors, "You guys know that we're selling the PS Five at a loss, right?" Yeah, yeah they always do that. They always do that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised um, if they would be doing the same thing with their Apple thing and make an exclusive, um, like do you know the Apple Arcade and everything? Like if they did an exclusive like Apple VR thing with it as well. To try to if you're going to make VR a three thousand dollar headset, you're definitely going to start making your own games, like a hundred percent. Yeah, oh, 100%. Well, I mean, um, they already kind of do. So I wouldn't, I would not be surprised at all if they start really pushing that arcade system that they have into yeah. VR and and working it like that. Vash, did you have anything to add to the eight K stuff? I know uh, you were saying that uh, there's some things you want to point out there. Yeah. So with the so you essentially nailed all everything that's there. But the big thing is eliminating the screen door effect, which is how you see the pixels and everything like that that's happening. Yes. And the higher, oh, the shit. more resolution that you have, the less you're you're going to see the actual pixels on the screen, depending on how close the, your your eye gets to it. Because it, your eye, once your things get that close, essentially yeah. act like a macro lens. And so higher resolution. Um, even if it's just 4K up-res to 8K, which is probably what it's going to be at True. first until they figure out the processing and everything, or at least for Generation 1, uh, yeah. then you'll be able to do that. But like having that ability to um, have those pixels so small in such a confined space, I think is really going to push the boundaries of things. But uh, I just yeah. sent you something on um, on Discord. So I, I do 12-volt mods of, of Macs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I took apart the Mac Mini, which is, has the M1 chip oh, in it. Shit. It is literally half the size of the original uh, Mac Mini thing. And it's absolutely insane how small these things are getting. So if you say, are they going to be able to get the processing power? I think so. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, man, I'm so excited about this now. Like, I'm like, three grand. I mean, the vibe's kind of fine. Like... But I mean, that's what we need to take sort of VR to that next point. Because VR for me, I know so many people shit on it, but there's two things that affect it right now. One is 
Uh, obviously, the ability to get into the market. Hardware is a massive problem. You know, they were fucking around with like Google Cardboard and was it Samsung with the gear? For a while, they were trying to do the yeah. accessibility mm-hmm. VR, yeah. which was dog shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then actually building games for that level of experience where it is seamless. Like if 8K is the barrier to get us past that, you know, where your field of view kind of, you flick your eyes the wrong way for a second, then you sort of, you realize you're looking at a screen, if that makes sense. Like it pulls your your vision away from the actual game and back into, as you say, those pixels up close. Mm-hmm. If that level of immersion is there, fuck man. One, it's going to change gaming for the way we kind of hoped it would forever. And number two, lead to the greatest fail videos in the history of YouTube. <laughs> right? People, are, I mean, not having a cable as well, like just wandering oh, into no. fucking traffic because somehow you walked out of your house. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. so good. I saw, I, I think, was it last week too you were talking about the fail videos? I actually went and looked up some of them. Right. Oh my God. Oh. Have you seen this lane of uh, fail videos, Vash? No, I don't think so. So you know how with like you know that plank game that kind of is infamous for VR, where it's just like you go up in an elevator, elevator door opens, you're on the top of a skyscraper, and literally the whole game is you just have to walk out onto this plank. Oh yeah, yeah, I do know. That, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's got a lot of uh, let's say people that haven't gamed before, usually sort of middle aged or above, and like you know the kids are talking through, it's going, oh, just walk out there, grandma, just walk out there, and then they get to the end and they go, all right, now jump, and they don't just move in the game, they literally jump in real life, like they're jumping out of a fucking plane straight into a wall. But my favorite ones are the ones where it backfires on the kid, because not only do they think it's hilarious, but then all of a sudden, like the VR gets smashed or they jump into their TV, so now their toys are all broken. <laughs> Honestly, I've wasted way too many hours uh, letting that play in so the background good. while doing other shit. It's a good lane. <laughs> all right, I have to check that out. That's I think I've crazy. seen a few like on Reddit on like gifs and one like live stream fail or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, I believe you have a fun story for us, Vash, about a hilarious bug that came out with the new PS5 game, Discretion All-Stars, where what was happening is the default settings was activating the microphone on your controller without telling you, leading to some amazing incidental uh, ASMR at best with like hearing people's eating noises to obviously some pretty hilarious things that let's say people wouldn't want to have other people heard. Yeah, so the game is pretty interesting, and it's out on the PlayStation Plus for free if you have that, which is I was like, oh, I didn't know if I was going to spend money on it, but I'm glad that they actually released it there. I think it's maybe because there's not a whole lot to do in the game. I don't know if you guys yeah. have played it at all. But um, so there's one. So, yeah, so the microphone is enabled by default, uh, They've which I think they've changed since. Um, in they the patched it out overnight, yeah. Yeah, essentially. And then... So one guy was just sitting there playing and his entire he was just he was shit talking people but I don't think he knew his mic was on. He he was just like it's like you want that? You like that? Oh yeah, a daddy's going to come in your ass. You like that? Whoa. Oh yeah, fuck you. If you want to do this. Oh, 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 oh. I'm like <laughs> I'm like what? It's like, does he, like, we're all like, hey, we can hear your mic. He must not have had headphones on or something like that because he was just like, yeah, yeah, you like that? Yeah, I'm going to come after you. Oh, yeah, daddy. Or, he, I'm like, oh, or he definitely did not have good. headphones on. And this or was he his did, thing. yes. <laughs> but yeah. it was, I, He's definitely I, I, got a dual monitor room. He's got yeah. some kind of like interactive <laughs> porn up there. That's, that's his like whole thing is like, I want to interact with a porn star while I'm owning noobs on PS5. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very I, I honestly, I fetish. wish I had saved that video. 
and, and just i and, wish you did too yeah. that guy could oh, i might i might today. still ha- i might still have it if it's on the recent video stuff that's so, viral worthy shit man you definitely need to get that on your youtube yeah, yeah. It was so good. But yeah, so anyway, I'm glad they patched it. So no, I don't have to listen to that guy watch porn and like talk to people on chat. It's great. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Destruction All-Stars as a whole? I'm, I'm kind of with you. There's not much there. Uh, it's fun. It's just like, you know, I'm I'm glad I got it for free. And it just reminds me kind of like, um, like I don't know, like a different take on uh, – not full metal, uh, twisted metal, essentially, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which is cool. Um, but it's just like, okay, I get the smash into things, and I get to try to run people over, and then they can hijack me and then blow my car up. Cool, I guess. But I mean, it's fun for like, you know, sitting around doing nothing in your underwear. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna play this for two minutes, and you're fine. So, okay, <laughs> which is let's, let's be honest, that's every day. So. <laughs> yeah. For a free game, it's certainly great. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm liking where the PS Plus direction is heading for PS5 is that we're actually getting a decent game every month right now. Like, Control is still the winner of this month for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting better, and they had to because of Game Pass. That's definitely yeah, let's not talk about. Let's not talk about Control. I'm a little heated about that. Did you, still, did you still, play The wound Bugs is next? still... I did. No, I what Bugs happened next. is he bought it the week... <laughs> you tell your story, Hooch. So, <laughs> well, I don't remember when it happened, but... Like at one point, Chu was talking about how good of a game it was, and then mentioned that there was a rumor or whatever that it was going to be coming in a discount or a free at some point. And I happened to be trolling through the PlayStation Store and I'm like, oh, hey, there it is, twenty bucks. I think this is what she was talking about. So I bought it, played it a little bit, told Chu, hey, this game is great. I'm having a good time with it. And he goes, uh, I hate to tell you this, but it's coming next month for free and it's oh the goodness. upgraded version like no yeah. first one was game pass like literally the day after yeah, you got it it game went pass. to game pass i was like well you know it hasn't got the expansion so that's that's not too bad and then yeah literally the, the next week it was like ps5 upscaled all expansions eat a dick yeah <laughs> oh my god amazing boom <laughs> just goes to show always wait yep nope, yeah no oh though. For sure, especially with a game that's already been out for a little while. But I mean, in still, for twenty bucks, you get to play one of the best games of that year. Like it was, it's an awesome game. I can't. I'm I'm going through it at the moment. I'm only early doors because I'm still trying to finish Days Gone. But mm. uh, yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to getting into the expansion stuff with Alan Wake crossover, especially. Well, here's the crappy thing: my saves didn't transfer over, so I had to start all over again. Oh shit! Well, I'm gonna be going in fresh anyway because I was a PC player, so I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. But speaking of games uh, that you could definitely wait a while to play, GoldenEye is a game that we haven't talked about for a little while. Um, there was an Xbox 360 remake that could have been uh, that has now leaked. And not only as a YouTube video, but you can actually download it and play it on your PC right now if you want to. Uh, I sent the video to you boys during the week. Mm. I really wish that game came out because it is Same. such a good play-for-play upscaled remake that, yeah... I really would have loved this. Yeah, I think it would have been perfect for the... It was Xbox Live Arcade that it, it was putting it on. And so, like, that would have been mm-hmm. absolutely fucking perfect for 360. But um, I guess they couldn't get the rights together or something like that. That's why it ended up being unreleased. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. I, I'm i debating. I don't even know if... I assume I can play it on my Mac. But, yeah, I'm debating maybe trying to, to download and play it on my Mac. But we'll see. I'd hope so. There'll be an emulator that will do that. Um, I won't tell you for legal reasons how to do it on this podcast, but we can definitely talk off air. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, it's um, GoldenEye was an amazing game, so I'm always down to play it. Not just that, but if you side-by-sided that bad boy with the Halos that were out on the 360 at the time, mm-hmm. it actually looks better than the Halos, if you ask me. Really? The, the original Halo? Well, it looks... It, a, the, well, have you played the... I mean, Hooch is going through the Master Chief collection at the moment. If you log into the original Halo and you've got that button where you can tab between how it looked then versus the rescaled now, just by hitting, I think it's Spacebar or something, you forget how shit that game looks by modern standards. Well, mm-hmm. actually, all right, wait. So let's see here. It was... It was going to be released on Xbox 360, so Xbox One had Halo, Halo 2. So Halo would have been. 2 would have been the equivalent. So, yeah, you're saying it looks as good as Halo 2? Uh, at that time, yeah, I think it would be on par. Damn, dude. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, the goal. Well, if, when you go back and look at Halo 2, though, now, you realize that's not as much of a compliment as you think it is. Yeah, that's the thing. I haven't really seen, <laughs> I haven't really seen Halo 2 graphics in a really long fucking time. So. Bro, if you're bouncing off yeah, some of the games yeah. we've talked about because of graphics, there is no way you're playing Halo in 2020. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah. You'd be like, Cobb, where's the hair physics on this helmet? For real, though. Oh where is God. the hair physics on that? <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, Total War series. Have you guys ever played the Total War series at all? Especially the Warhammer ones? Never been like a Warhammer player. Mm-hmm. So, I have yeah. not. No. Now, you're talking about the ones that were like Shogun Total War and everything like that? Yeah. Or, like yeah. anything in that wheelhouse. You play them? I did play Shogun Total War and I think uh, Total War 2. Those are fun. But after that, nothing. So I don't know why, because I was, I was like a massive RTS fiend. Like every RTS, the good, the bad, and the incredibly ugly, for like 20 years, you named it, I would play every single one of those regardless of how garbage they were and still enjoyed them. There was something about the way they do the Total War games that I was like, I don't know. There's something not as dynamic enough and the ability to control the characters with like micro, like you do in normal RTS games, mm-hmm. that makes me not love them as much. But... Because I do love the Warhammer universe, I have been slowly working my way through the uh, Warhammer versions. And it looks like I'm going to be even further behind because, yeah, we've now seen a few screenshots of Total War Warhammer 3 on its way as well. So if you're into that series, that's some good news. But I will say I'm still mainly amped. If if you're talking about Warhammer games this year, Vash, have you seen the, I think it's Darktide, the four-person co-op shooter coming out this year? Yeah. Darktide? No. I don't know if it's called Dark Time. I guarantee I'm getting that wrong right now, but it's a Warhammer 40k game, which is exactly like Back for Blood style, but it's uh, in the Warhammer 40k universe. Like Vermintide 2, but if you put it in 40k instead. I've never played the Vermintide series. Do you guys recommend playing them? I do. Maybe not now, because you're going to have so many better versions of those style of games coming out very shortly. Like, there is six titles that are going to be all almost identical games in the genre. Like, Back 4 Blood's obviously the highest profile one right now. Um, We're pretty excited on this pod, uh, Hebrew especially, about this one that kind of looks like you're playing a Van Helsing-y type character. Um, Hmm. uh, There's the Warhammer 40k one. There's the... What's it called? Hood's hoods and something where it's kind of like a heist assassin's creedy sort of uh, hybrid there's a lot in that space this year but it's 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 great to have because i think those small squad based things is the perfect 2021 you know trying to get ourselves out of this covid you know home isolation environment is great games to be releasing that's great and i'll definitely keep me posted when those come out i definitely want to try them out check them out when they go when they drop yeah, we're definitely we're trying to get some squads together in A&R, man, for sure. So keep these crossovers between us and you guys and the OG, for sure. 
For All sure, right. Yeah. Uh, quick follow-up from last week. We are talking about how uh, everyone is suing Valve right now. So it looks like they lost one of those lawsuits. <laughs> so they got fined $4 million for ripping off the uh, bumper Ooh. designs on the Steam controller. So that ended up happening. And Tales of Immortal. Any of you guys check this out yet? Tales of Immortal. I think I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, is that the Chinese game? Yeah, it's like a very old school style uh, Chinese RPG. The reason I'm talking about it is a lot of people are probably seeing it this week because it rocketed right up to the top of the charts of concurrent players on Steam, mainly because obviously it's it's going to the Chinese market, which has about, I think it's 30 million uh, active players at the moment are on um, Steam in China, which is pretty impressive in such a short period of time. But uh, yeah, this game is taking over some of the charts. So Tales of Immortal, I don't know if there's a translated version or not yet, but if you're into really, really old school kind of text scrolly based uh, RPGs, mm-hmm. um, that's what it feels like to me. So uh, yeah, it doesn't look like too bad. I styling of it. Yeah. I it was think cool, I right? And the music is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of dug it, its vibe. So I think I might try to give it a go. Let's see. All right. So as far as what's coming up soon, there's not a great deal in the pipeline. February is now a pretty quiet month because most of the great games got bumped out to at least March, April or more so May. Uh, Game Pass is getting a few big ones this week, though. The original Final Fantasy VII is coming to Game Pass on Xbox. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which is the only one in that series I haven't played. Has anyone played that one? It's great. It is good. Everyone said it was a bit bullet spongy. Okay, I'm looking forward to it, man. It... It is, but the the thing that really shines in that is your is your sister, like your which is your companion for that for that game. It's right. just it's the the interaction that they have between each other. Like, um, I don't know if you have siblings or or anything too. It's just uh, it's it's very like if you grew up with, you know, siblings. It's like uh, re- very reminiscent of that. And I really like the storyline. I've I've put maybe like ten hours into that game. Think I'm oh, almost nice. done. It's uh, I I really enjoy it. Now, are you a fan of the other Wolfenstein series? I was, yes. Yeah, I know what Hebrew is about to say. Go for well, it. Well, okay, I was, I was going to say, yeah, like, so this is not the one with the pregnant chick. With, no, where her this is this explodes. is like the one after that. Yeah, with his uh, kids. Okay, yes. Yeah. Oh, his kids. No, are. that that one is still my favorite <laughs> one. Old Blood and Colossus, man. Fuck, those are great games. Good God. For story. For ridiculous story. For for a shooting game, the shooting is pretty average, right? But the story in those games are so batshit insane. Like, I love it, man. Okay, you need to, like, what um, Chu told me about this one specific scene is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I thought it was a joke. But it's truly so many ridiculous things happening at once that you would not believe it. Uh, like we'll have to send you the clip like after the the show because it's it's truly insane uh then you also have jurassic world evolution coming to game pass which was that sort of jurassic park uh you know park builder simulator type thing project winter ghost of a tale falconer and stealth inc 2 those last three are okay um if you go on the epic store this week they have metro last light the redux version is free right now so make sure you jump across and get that one and then a, another big PlayStation sale, but this time on some pretty big titles. So they are doing the Critics' Choice sale at the moment. So there's a lot of good games on here. Valhalla's on there. Actually, it feels like Hooch, oh, we said this before, all the Ubisoft games are like permanently on special now. 
like Valhalla's yep. 40 bucks, Immortal Phoenix is 36. Like that just keeps going down in yep. price every time I see it. <laughs> I just um, bought that. In- oh, you did? Wait till it gets the $10 yeah. and buy it. It's good. Um, the entire Arkham collection from Batman, $18. If you haven't played that trilogy, fuck, that's a great buy. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, sure. dude, yeah. I, I yeah. It's like, I actually think I already own it. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, you might want to talk to Chef Crondo as well, mate, because uh, Resident Evil 7 is currently 10 bucks on PSN. So yeah, that's he, not bad. He had his whole uh, GameStop fiasco with that's uh, right. the, the whole trying to order the gold edition. They sent him the uh, like the original edition and still took his money for the, the upgraded version. So rude. So, oh, yeah. Very rude. Uh, I'll tell you one that I'm probably going to buy. There's a lot of great ones in here, so just check it out, guys. But the one I'm probably going to get is... The Immortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, which has all the added extras, that's only 36 bucks. So I've been wanting to play that game because it looks real good. Uh, so yeah, now it's on sale. Now's the time, I think, um, for the full kit. I will play you once, oh, you, yeah? once you get it. I will play you on it. That's for sure. Oh, shit, son. All right. No Who are you going to play? I'm going to be Shotgun Sub-Zero. Uh, Rambo. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's right. I forgot that's ridiculous. That's right, because isn't Arnie in there as well as a Terminator? Yep, he is. Oh god, I'm so excited! <laughs> All right, is there Ninja Turtles in this one? Because I mean, that's kind of set the tone for the last. Uh, I don't one. remember if there's Ninja Turtles in this one. Actually, I, yeah, I think they. I think they. Nah. No, I think they brought back one of the Ninja Turtles. Nah, Ninja Turtles was the Injustice crossover. Oh, it was oh yeah, that's okay. Fuck, <laughs> oh my man! God. Now that I now that that's the case, I would really love to play that because I played the Ninja Turtles in Injustice, and I, I loved them. They were actually I'm not sure if you guys actually played them on it. They were or good, not, but yeah, yeah, their their kits were fucking amazing. So I wish I actually had them in Mortal Kombat too. Oh well. Man, there better be an Injustice 3 in production at WB I because so. god damn it, I love that game. Uh, I know you can't say things because <laughs> you never tell us anything cool. God damn. That's not true. I told you how cool Immortal was. No, that's true. That is true. But that has nothing to do with what you do for a living. Tell so us about I, it or did I'm you brag say, about it? I can't. I, I also, wait, I, I also brag. told you how cool <laughs> Back for Blood was. Again, wait, nothing wait, to do with wait, your shit. Did you but that's play? Fine. Did that's you fine. play? Back for Blood? Yes. Shit. It had an yeah. alpha. Oh, I don't remember you actually playing it. I knew they had an alpha. I didn't uh, know you got access to it. That's the active participation we've come to expect from you on this podcast. It, it might be just one of those things where I knew about it, and then I was so jealous about it that I blocked it out of my memory. No, I couldn't say anything the, I couldn't say anything the first time. There were actually yeah. two. I couldn't say anything the first time because the game hadn't really been well, so announced. Now the game is announced. How good was it? How good so, was it? It, hey, there was a lot there that's really freaking cool. Did, did they um, have what we expected with the uh, like multiplayer, where you know it had the flipped script and and you could be the monsters? That part I didn't see in the alpha, so I don't know if that's going to come or I'm not. Sure, that's there. That um, was like a a key point. That was a thing. I know, yeah. I know, but I'm saying it was not in what yeah, I, I. I'm just saying so. I hope I hope it is because that's like. Yes, that's that's gonna be yeah, that's gonna be huge. But as I said, like the game looked really good. It's got a lot of promise. Uh, did did you play I'm, through like an entire like little story episode? Did it give you like a hint that the campaign was actually good? Because I remember the first campaign yeah. was actually really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, no, as I said, I can't go into super detail, but it, it's very promising. It had a lot of the feel that you had for Left for Dead, which okay. is what it's going for. Yeah. With some added elements to it that give it a that, that kind of remove some of the staleness of Left 4 Dead. Okay. 
and makes it a little bit, uh, it, it, it kind of changes things up as you go through each run. So like the stories aren't going to be the exact same as you go through them. You'll experience things slightly different, but like the overall thing looks like it's the same. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, okay. as I said, I can't go into too many yeah, details. Yeah, fair enough. I may have already said too much. I mean, I hate you still for being able to play that, but yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, I'm not, dude, you're, by the end of 2022, we may not be talking. I mean, if you play, if you get your hands on the Hogwarts <laughs> game, I'm, I will be pissed. He 100% will. Way <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> and you know what? He's going to get a plus one, and it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might yeah. get like some direct deposits in your bank account, hooch, whenever that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Better be ready with that Tesla money, son. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How'd you All make right. out with the game stonks? Uh, <laughs> now I know uh, Vash me. is coming off a massive day at the office, so we need to get him out of here. But before we do, mate, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, make sure you tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me at the Overachievers Gaming Podcast, which is uh, OG Podcast on Instagram, Overachievers P on Twitter, OGPodcast.fm is where we have our our podcast that's uh, going to be mostly about video games in general in the very near future. So right now it's a mixture uh, between regular video games and Marvel Strike Force, but right now it will just be one more episode of Marvel Strike Force and that'll be done. So, but other than that, uh, yeah, we're over there. And yeah, we also have a Discord that's in the description and the website and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, very nice. that's it. Very that's nice. where I'm at. Real quick before you go, oh, since awesome. you're not going to be in the next part, how much did you lose in the game stonks oh okay uh <laughs> i had to sneak that shit in there huh yeah, i, ha- no, I have it's to no it's fine no it's fine because it, it is getting late it's almost 2 a.m my time right now so uh but uh, so i will preface this with saying that never ever bet more than you can afford to lose of course, just of saying because because it's all that uh, but I'm currently seven thousand dollars gone. Bye. Oh, <laughs> oh brother! <laughs> that is a chunk of change, my friend. <laughs> no, I just ha- so I just uh, uh, this is this is going to sound like an absolute first world problem, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just I happen to f- uh, forget that I had AMD stock from like a long time ago mm-hmm. in um, a Robinhood account. And I was like, oh, I have this. I'll just play around with it. Uh, that's where I learned about trading options and, and puts and Uh-oh. calls and just, uh, yeah, that's what ended up happening. So, hey, do you know what? It was a good life lesson. Yeah, you never know. It might go up. Is it still in? You never know. I mean, I'm I'm st- I'm still holding. I'm still holding on to 25 shares. Got them so, diamond we'll hands, see. dude. Fucking diamond oh, hands. Diamond, diamond, hand, to the diamond huh? hands. That's actually what we called the the episode where Chew was on. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, diamond, diamond hands. hands take it to the moon. All right. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Boom. So yeah, make sure you check out uh, Vash on those links there. And uh, again, either our Discord or theirs, if you want to jump in and play The Old Republic, as both podcasts are in that together. Everyone except Hebrew, basically, Pretty is much. Uh, into that game at the minute. So uh, make sure you jump in that. Uh, again, if you really enjoyed the show today, make sure you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rate and review. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ANRpod. The Discord, discord.me forward slash ANRpod. Uh, sorry, no, it's not. Discord.me forward slash ANR. Too many links, too go. many shilling. Um, <laughs> so look, Vash, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Always a pleasure. Of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hooch, thanks for another big week, mate. Hey, not a problem. This was good. Yeah, absolutely. And Hebrew, let's do it again in about a minute's time. Sounds like a date. All right. Thanks for coming. We'll catch you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers. All right.
All right. Uh, I'll freaking audible or audition. <laughs>